0: Whether it's the weekly review or really any piece of our planning, perfectionism prevents us from working the plan, sometimes even prevents us from getting started. Today, we're going to talk about how to prevent perfectionism from making you procrastinate here on the Simply Convivial podcast with Misty Winkler. Perfectionism really trips us up in more ways than we realize. Sometimes we think we're not being perfectionist. Maybe we even think we're being realistic. And it's actually perfectionism getting in our way. Today's episode is an excerpt from a member-only mentoring session inside Simply Convivial Continuing Education We do weekly video chats where we discuss the month's topic. And a recurring theme inside membership is overcoming perfectionism and overwhelm by taking baby steps and by realizing what's actually going on. You'll get a taste of that here with this excerpt and I think it's going to help you recognize perfectionism when it's holding you back and know what to do about it so that you can overcome perfectionism and overwhelm in your weekly review and in other areas as well. So let's dig in. So perfectionism stops us from moving forward in two ways. First, perfectionism stops us from reviewing. It keeps us from looking back at the last week because our last week was not perfect. And we don't want to admit that. We don't want to confront that. We don't want to deal with that. And so we ignore it. And when perfectionism stops us from looking at our last week's plan or from dealing with the fact that we didn't have a plan last week, when it prevents us from reviewing the last week and just facing it head on without condemnation. If you look back with perfectionism, you're going to be looking back with condemnation, which isn't actually helpful. You're just looking back to see how things went so that you can then make a plan according to how things are going in your life that's appropriate for your life right now, not a plan that's perfect. So you're not looking back expecting perfect execution on the previous plan, and you're not looking back to see the planner page perfectly filled out and beautiful with no coffee spills and no mistakes and, uh, you know, cute stickers in exactly the right spots as if you're making a keepsake. Your plan's not a keepsake. It, it doesn't have to be. And that's not the goal of the plan. The goal of the plan and, and filling out any kind of planner page is to keep in front of your face the things you need in front of your face so you can get your responsibilities done. It doesn't have to look beautiful. it can and it's nice when it does, but that's not necessary. What's more important is that you have the things in front of your face that need to be in front of your face so you can get them done without thinking through it over and over again and and having to, filter through a super long list or a bunch of notes or without having to just start from scratch and remember everything all in your head. We we keep it on paper because that's a safer place than our heads to keep it. So when we don't want to review from the past because we want to pretend that we didn't mess up this last week that's not helpful. We're doing it. So those perfectionist tendencies are preventing us from looking back. And it's only digging us further into the hole. It's not even helping keep us out of the hole. It's not even keeping us out of the hole of being overwhelmed. And I think that sometimes that's the promise that our perfectionism lies and gives us is that don't look back you'll see everything you didn't get done and you'll be overwhelmed. So to prevent overwhelm, we're just going to not look at how the last week actually went. And that's a lie. That's not helpful. You're going to stay in overwhelm if you don't look back and see how things are actually going and what actually happened because it's just going to be vague and undefined and a mess in your head because you keep shoving down thoughts that you don't like. And so one of the reasons why we keep returning to the tagline, the motto, repent, rejoice, repeat, which I have behind me here, is that it gives us the right thing to do when we look back and realize I didn't do what I was supposed to do. I didn't get all the things done. I messed up. Repent, rejoice, and repeat is our motto because we are fully expecting to need it and it tells us what to do when we look back and say well i messed up i dropped that ball whatever i repent i don't pretend it never happened i don't ignore it i don't promise to do better even as if i have to work myself up to my own perfectionist standards we repent And when we treat it in those terms, I I think, I hope, that a lot of the times, yes, there are going to be things we need to repent of, for sure. There are going to be times where it's like, I did not use my time wisely. I, you know, failed, actually. And I need to repent of those times. And then sometimes they're like, you know what, I didn't do this plan. And it's not, actually, because I have to repent of not doing what I wrote down. I need to repent of my grumbling over my real life (laughs) because it was just actually my real life and the moment by moment duties that God gave me needs he put in my path. And I did those instead of what I wrote down. And so what I need to repent of are false expectations or a bad attitude about the actual things God put in my path to do this week. I did those. And so I'm going to acknowledge that and move forward and honestly evaluate. Does this thing need to stay on my list? Or is this just my own personal pet thing that I need to let go of right now? And when we recognize and and do repent of what needs to be repented of, then We are free to rejoice, even in the mundane work, even in moving that task forward, because we are walking in step with the spirit, because we are walking in the good works that God has prepared for us to do. And we are not walking in grumbling, but in gratitude. That's rejoicing. And it just happens on repeat. And so the more we do it, the less intimidating it gets and the less it feels like a roadblock. And we, because we experience it as the real solution. So perfectionism prevents our weekly reviews and any other kind of practice that gives us progress because it prevents, perfectionism prevents us from looking back or it encourages us to just move forward and not look back. And so we don't actually review because of perfectionism. And that's it for this episode of the Simply Convivial podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next one. Now, you might be skeptical about your ability to pull off a weekly review or any other consistent planning habit why are you skeptical? Because past experience seems to have shown that planning is a waste of time. And you know what? Sometimes it really is, but it doesn't need to be. Real, honest planning is way better than flying by the seat of your pants. We get in our own way and trip up on our own shoelaces all the time, but it doesn't have to be that way. Your plan can be engaging and helpful it can keep you at peace with your reality instead of stressed out. But for that to be true, it has to be realistic and you have to follow through while remaining flexible. It's not that the plan matters so much as our habits of planning, making and using that plan. And it's those habits plus the attitude and mindset that we need that we focus on inside Simply Convivial Continuing Education, which provides a self-paced but interactive training for Christian homemakers who want to not just do a good job at home, but also enjoy their life while they do so. Is that you? Then Simply Convivial Continuing Education is for you. Check it out and start with the free brain dump at simplyconvivial.com.